Hi, I'm Polly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. Hello, friends. Hello. And happy Spooktober at this point, right? Yeah, it'll be Spooktober when this goes out. Oh my god, it will. It's fucking That's wild. That's insane. We're, we're I don't know where this Saturday. month went. It disappeared. Like, August took like eight years to end. And, then, and September was like the blink of an eye. Yeah, it's because it's like one of the best months, and then that's why it yeah. disappeared. October's going to be just as bad. I did this thing where I had absolutely no plans in October, mm-hmm. um, except our like pumpkin picking. And then yeah. all of a sudden, like every other weekend is booked up now, and it's just going to blow by, and I'm not going to get to do any of the things I want to do. <laughs> that is hilarious. Being an adult is hard. It really is. Are you still com- thinking about coming to Thanksgiving? Um, What day are you doing it again? the eighth the is that the sunday i mean that's if everyone's not dead yeah <laughs> yeah put me down as a mayhaps because i'm waiting to see what day my mom bought a turkey but we're just waiting oh, to see what day chad's parents are doing theirs yeah yeah i also forgot fine. it was thanksgiving i'll just get an extra big turkey that's all that's the only reason why i was asking oh my god i love turkey um love turkey. but yeah everything's it's basically christmas at this point um bro i went out um yesterday yeah because today's saturday so i I have fridays off for october and um uh i went out to like our winners which is like in the states it's like our what is their one called home goods oh yeah it's one of it's like a it's under the tj maxx brand that's all i know home goods i think it's home goods yeah it's like a winner like ours is like winners home sense and like marshall's they're all marshall's yeah owned by the same people but i only have a winners in my town and uh, they were already getting their Christmas stuff out, like actual like Christmas decor. They were putting out yeah. those, like burlap sack bags. And, yeah, like, I was like wild. I mean, it's I love not it. even Holly October. It, but... I, so I don't hate it. Just like, but it like it give trumps, me like a couple like, weeks of October. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what I mean. It kind of like runs over October and Halloween like yeah. real fast. Yeah, it's so. like it doesn't even exist. Like, that being said, like I understand it from like a like a retail point of view like christmas yeah. sells way better than anything fall oh fuck yeah yeah like the the bitches love christmas i get it i get it <laughs> <laughs> they, do. True. they do they do um do we have any updates to share with friends i don't think so bro what a um, week what i've had what yeah it's been a hell of a week um long ass week i'm very privileged in the fact that we don't put river in daycare and my parents and Stuart's parents and my in-laws watch river throughout the week they just do different days and last weekend my my family's household tested positive for covid and then his (laughs) family's household tested positive for covid on the same day so we had no one to watch river through the week so i was working and watching him at the same time and it was fucking chaotic (laughs) it's It's just been a long ass week and we have to do it all next week yep all next because everybody's still sick yeah i thought i was getting it but i didn't oh i love that like they went like three whole years without getting it and then just like this week everybody got it everyone got it and I was everybody actually got t- it talking to some people at my work about it because like i told my work i was like like rivs at home with me just so everyone's aware and they're like yeah whatever um but uh a couple of my coworkers, one has covid so she's at home yeah and then they were doing like um like work trips and stuff and a couple people on that work trip got covid so it's like revamping it's yeah coming back around. my my other friend uh went to vegas 
last week and all of them got covid everybody mm. went to vegas got covid um just, it's fucking nuts i just had a, uh, i, I don't thought i had covid but i just had a sinus infection apparently because i got yeah. sick the same day <laughs> my sister got sick so i don't know if that's better or worse like yeah i don't know like i woke up with like a stuffy nose sore throat the whole thing and i tested negative all week and i feel i'm stuffy now but i also just woke up from a nap um, yeah and uh and then she tested she had the same symptoms as me and she tested positive so and i'm doing it right because if emma taught me how to do it so emma's a nurse as we know so um yeah it's fucked it's fucked i've upped my doses of vitamin c and vitamin d no i did not buy iron pills yet i looked them up i I did look them up i narrowed it down there was some gummy ones that i was interested in oh my god you're so funny I'm taking you to the drugstore. She's going to take me to Shoppers Drug Mart. <laughs> We're getting iron. Do you know what's so funny? When I uh, when I was thinking about it, because I was like, shit, I still haven't bought my iron pills. Danielle's going to yell at me. And I was like, you know, I could totally see her making me go to Walmart or something when we go out on Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. We can't go into my Walmart because I yelled at somebody there like a couple days ago. But <laughs> she tried to she tell me how to parent. from the local Walmart? Yeah, oh, she, no. She tried, me how to oh, par- no. tried to tell me how to parent River and I fucking lost it. Um, oh no yeah river was playing in like the diaper area and like stepped on a shelf and she's like that safety hazard blah 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 i'm freaked out she's like he can't be doing that um son do you know that that's a safety risk i'm like one he's two he's no idea what the fuck you're saying three get the f- or wow i already jumped the number <laughs> we can count <laughs> yeah that's hard basically i just yelled at her i was real mad so you don't, don't do that. You don't Walmart. you don't parent other people's children ever. No. Today's Especially lesson. when I was already handling it. I just don't like grab my child and run away. I like tell yeah. him and explain it to him and let him like You're actually pretty good at that. Like yeah. you explain like if you do this, you will hurt yourself, you yeah. know? Yeah. So we're gonna get down now. And I was in the middle of we're gonna get down now and she starts screaming and I'm like, I'm about to knock you the fuck out. I'm like Yeah, I would have started swinging. So <laughs> We can go to Walmart. We just have to avoid that baby area. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll fight her. Um, yeah, I've got nothing really exciting to share this week. I went to my first wedding venue last weekend. That did was a so tour. Exciting. It was very exciting. I'm a very poor person, though. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> seeing the costs of everything. I'm like, aha! Um, so that was exciting. There's something positive. Uh, and then I just worked and it was shit. So... And we're going to go That's to a it. Halloween vendor thing tomorrow. Yeah, I'm really excited On October for that. 1st, which is so fun. On like, October 1st. There's actually one vendor in particular I want to go look at. She does like the, the stamped jewelry. Oh, that's cool. I got I bought one. It's the little Libra symbol, but she has tarot cards. And I kind of want to get a tarot card because I oh. simply do not have enough necklaces. I love that. Um, oh, my God. Do you remember in high school when I would wear like 12 of them at a time? Yes. I'm like, one day you're going to choke. <laughs> I'm bringing that back. <laughs> <laughs> I just wear the two now. I only have two. I love that you wear mine. It makes me very happy. Um, I broke it though, so oh, And so you know, like that, how you can like make it different sizes. Yeah, that you... part broke. Oh, so well, it's kind of like designed to break, isn't it? I don't so know. it's not entirely your fault. Just take it. Just take it as a win. No, so it's just like clasped onto like the very last one that I have. So that's fine. We'll make it work. I think it was like day two of wearing it, and Stuart's like, "That's <laughs> what did Stuart's he he said something about the blinds." He's like. Um, <laughs> Holly breaks our blinds. You break the jewelry she buys you. <laughs> We're even now. <laughs> I'm like I'm not telling her. <laughs> and then he just told me. <laughs> uh, um, all right. 
But yeah. Should we get into it? Do you Let's have anything else to it. share with the friends? I don't have anything else. I live a very boring life. <laughs> you have to let me know if this is the one that you were going to do. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you get started and I'll let you know. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about the Green Briar Ghost. No. Oh, okay. Good. That's good. Perfect. Um, so on January 24th, 1897, Elva Zona Hester, so she went by Zona, was found dead in her home by a local boy. Um, her death was initially ruled as natural causes, but I'll get into that like in a bit. Um, so Zona was married to Erasmus something, Strib- Stribble <laughs> Trout Shrew. Her shoe. Nailed it. <laughs> um he did go by edward though so i'm just gonna say edward we're just gonna call him ed yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um and they married in october of 1896 so they were only married for a couple months before she died um edward was a blacksmith in town and apparently zona's mother wasn't like fond of him at all Mm -hmm. um it's not exactly clear why she didn't like him but i guess mother's intuition i guess Mm -hmm. um but they basically just got married um I don't know why Zona wanted to marry him. Apparently, he was just like one of those like handsome men in local town, and and you I just guess. had to marry anybody back in those days. Yeah, blacksmith money, right? If you so, were like fourteen and unmarried, you were shunned. Like, yeah, you were probably a witch. So yeah, um, so I heard. More- uh, sorry, I heard these older ladies talking at work the other day, mm-hmm. and they basically said like, "Oh, back in our day, if you were twenty five and unmarried, you were like, you know, like." Th- trash essentially like you didn't i was like what the fuck <laughs> like, bro i only got married a year ago and i'm like 30 i just got engaged like <laughs> yeah like what do you what do you want from us that. can you imagine like okay i was with carl when i was 25 but but still like imagine like, me with like the first person that you dated <laughs> like sorry brenda that we didn't like <laughs> marry yeah that blew my f- mind that people still we're talking like that i was like it's it's 2023 first of all we're all poor like yeah and therapy taught us not to marry our red flags so here we are exactly um jesus sorry Christ. you that's just made insane. me think of that that's insane though like, yeah getting married oh. i didn't say anything but i was sitting there like chomping my food extra loud like yeah like giving fuck dirty you. looks fuck you we can't even afford to live in like a home but yeah yeah let's go pay for a wedding at 20 years old okay yeah um so the morning of Zona's death, uh, her husband went to work at the local blacksmith shop. And um, when he got there, he ended up asking, like, there was a house nearby. Um, he asked a young boy who lived there to go back to his house and ask his wife if she needed anything from the, well, like, from the store while he was, like, in town. Which is fucking weird. Like, why wouldn't you ask Free cell phone, I guess. <laughs> right? But, like, if you're leaving your house to go to work, wouldn't you just ask her then? Yeah. Why would you send a kid? That's yeah. so weird. What if so, he never found that kid? Would he have never asked? Like, right? Like, it's so fucking weird. So when the kid arrived at the sh- uh, shoe home, he found uh, Zona laying on the floor dead. Uh, Edward alerted. Edward was alerted and the doctor um, was called. So his name is Dr. Knapp. Um, he was unable to revive her. Um, apparently, Edward requested no further examination of Zona. So an autopsy was not done. Um, he also opted to dress her for her own freaking funeral. Oh, in, yeah. In which he put her in this like high, like, um, uh, like, like that one of those like high neck dresses. Yeah. With like, with, like a frilly kind of. Yeah. yeah. And a very large veil that was folded just under her chin into like a makeshift bow. 
Um, apparently at the funeral or like the viewing, I'm not sure which one, uh, a few witnesses had said, um, they saw her head was like extremely loose and would drop from side to side as that's like not supported. Um, kind of like her head wasn't attached. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, you know, the, um, sketch. the, the old, uh, story, the ribbon wearing the ribbon, the girl, it's like no. a black and white book and she's got like the red ribbon around her neck and when she takes the ribbon off her head falls off oh my god no why is that not? it was like an that? old story oh god i'm gonna find it after this and send it to you essentially that but that's what it sounds like yeah that's the vibe i'm getting yeah <laughs> maybe that's what the story is like made after um so at the moment she was buried and um uh her cause of death was ruled as natural causes because they weren't able to do an autopsy there's Seems not much natural they can do. yeah um so uh it was either a few weeks or a few months later zona's mother mary hester started having dreams that involved her daughter uh so the first dream mary said that her daughter had and i quote came back and told me that he was mad that she didn't have no meat cooked for supper and this is like her appearing at like her bedside Mm -hmm. um Then she recounted the second dream, so the next night, where, and I quote, she told me that her neck was squeezed off at the first joint. Ooh. Yeah. So her daughter came back to her and said that her husband killed her, basically. Yeah. Um, So Mary immediately went to court, the court prosecuting attorney, who actually took her seriously. Um, Instead, he asked for names of people who might have information that could be investigated upon, um, in terms of like getting witnesses or anything like that, just to go after Edward. Um, one of the names that was brought up was the doctor. So he questioned the doctor um, and the doctor advised the prosecutor that Edward wouldn't let him do a full examination or autopsy of Zona's body. So they had her exhumed and an autopsy was performed. In that autopsy, it was found that her neck was broken and her windpipe was completely crushed, oh, which wow. was evidence of strangulation. Strangulation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so her husband was charged for uh, Zona's murder, and then the trial took place. So Mary did testify in the trial and explained her dreams that she had of her daughter and how this whole, like, um, uh, getting to convict the husband, like, basically mm-hmm. started. It started with her. Um, and in her testimony, she said it was not a dream and that her daughter came back to get justice for her death. Um, it took the jury a solid hour <laughs> to return a verdict of guilty <laughs> in the yeah. first degree. And um, he was sentenced to life uh, in state pen. He only served three years um, because he ended up dying in, during like the oh, flu okay. epidemic. Good. Yeah. He didn't get out. He just died. <laughs> <laughs> No one, not like no one in his family claimed his body. Um, so apparently he was like buried at the jail. So some of his family members say that he didn't murder her, but then some of the family members were like, he had his issues and were yeah. not coming to Sounds him. like something he'd do. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently he did have a bit of a rap sheet that neither Zona or Mary knew about. Um, he had a criminal record prior and served two years for stealing a horse. He also was previously married twice. Uh, his did first they all wife, die? One of them did. So his first wife divorced him after he abandoned her and their child, which is like rare because back then you don't get a divorce. This is like yeah, 1800s. Yeah, no. Very rare. I didn't even know they were a thing back then. Yeah, I thought you I just killed your wife. Like, right? Like it's the only way you could get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the second wife died when he apparently um, accidentally dropped a brick on her head while he was working on their roof. 
accidentally accidentally Hmm. yeah um so he's like is there a male term for like a black widow like you know how they call women black widows when they kill like multiple multiple husbands? husbands is there is there a male one for that i don't know I mean, can he just be called a black widow because he's also like a widow? I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it works. Um, So this trial and case kind of goes like down in history. Like this is like an actual case. And it's um, known as, and I quote, the only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. (laughs) I love that. Wild. It's fucking wild. So that they would never have convicted him without that. um, Yeah. His dream. And it also goes back to, like, the mother's intuition a little bit, too. Like, if you want to say it's not a ghost that's for the sake of conversation, yeah, uh, she already didn't like the husband. And then she had the intuition that, you know, her daughter came to her in her sleep. Yeah. To say that her windpipe was cracked That's open. fucked. Yeah. I kind, of, I kind of knew he did it because, like, when he sent the kid, it was almost like he's trying to set up an alibi. Like, yeah, oh, like, I'm at the work? store. I wasn't at home. Or, yeah. Yeah. So that from the second you said that, I was like, oh, so he killed her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like, what? A, like, he definitely tried to get away with it, but did it yeah. so stupidly. And like him dressing like no autopsy, and and she was like young, like like only like yeah, 20, like eighteen twenty. Yeah. Um, and uh, but then him dressing her and like the witness accounts of like that yeah. was in the court as well. The witness accounts of the head moving and stuff like obviously he tried to like stiffen her neck hide up, it basically yeah oh god that's fucked that's so disgusting like with oh. the 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 high neck dress and everything that's fucked yeah but it is the first case that where a ghost literally helps solve yeah. her own murder good for her getting revenge from the grave right. i love a good uh i don't want to call it a happy ending but i also want to be that petty as a ghost too you know absolutely if someone killed me i i will ruin their life from beyond the grave absolutely <laughs> um should we get into mine now yeah murder okay so i'm gonna give a little warning because this case does involve young children and it does give me the ick to cover cases like this Mm -hmm. um so just warning there's like small children um on july 7th 1989 in jefferson county missouri patricia stallings and her husband david were in a crisis their three-month-old son ryan had been sick pretty much since birth with like digestive issues he had a really hard time eating he was Mm -hmm. always like gassy and had like problems going to the bathroom and that had been since birth uh but it really escalated that night he'd been refusing bottles for that whole day before and then his breathing became frantic and like labored um and then he started vomiting profusely so they rushed him to the hospital where he was immediately taken into the pediatric icu doctors ran tests and determined he had incredibly high levels of ethylene glycol in his bloodstream which led them to believe he had been poisoned with antifreeze uh the the next few days were tense to say the least three months old three months old okay um david and patricia had rented their own hospital room not a hotel room they rented a room in the hospital so they could stay close to him and after three long days they heard good news ryan was going to be okay the bad news though was that david and patricia were immediately suspected of poisoning their baby yeah um in an interview with unsolved mysteries patricia said quote they were very polite yet suspicious they would not allow us to see ryan alone there would have to be two nurses or a doctor present we were never allowed at his bedside alone that bothered me but i still didn't understand because i wasn't looking at it the way they were i guess so she didn't understand that she was under suspicion yeah Um, but i get why i mean like yeah yeah um 
After 12 grueling days in the hospital, Ryan had improved enough to be sent home, but he wasn't released to his parents. Instead, he was given to a foster family while police opened their investigation into his parents. David and Patricia were only allowed to see their son once a week on strict supervised visits. Uh, The visits went as well as they could over the course of five weeks, but on the sixth week, tragedy struck once again. Patricia was left alone with Ryan for a short amount of time for the first time since July. Three days later, Ryan's condition deteriorated once again and he became incredibly ill. For the second time, he was rushed to the hospital and admitted with suspected poisoning. Uh, Later that day, police showed up at the Stalling residence and arrested Patricia on assault charges. A few days later, on September 7th, 1989, Ryan Stallings passed away, just shy of six months old. Patricia's charges were upgraded to first-degree murder, and she was held without bail. She wasn't even allowed to attend her son's funeral. Uh, In a sad twist, Patricia found out she was pregnant with her second child a few weeks after Ryan's passing. She had her second son, David Stallings Jr., while behind bars. Although her husband was never a suspect in the case, he was not granted custody of his son, and the baby was placed with a foster family. Uh, This ended up being the best thing to happen for Patricia's legal case. So when David Jr. was about one month old, he started experiencing symptoms similar to his late brother, although he was never in contact with his mom. His foster parents took him to the hospital where he was diagnosed with a rare genetic disorder. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the full name, but it's commonly known as MMA. Uh, So MMA is a group of genetic disorders that prevent the body from breaking down proteins and fats. As a result, toxins build up inside the body, which causes serious illness with symptoms just like the ones Ryan and David Jr. had. One of the toxins that can build up as a result of MMA is propionic acid, which can easily be mistaken for ethylene glycol in blood tests. Holy fuck. So uh, Unsolved Mysteries, who covered the case like later down the road, contacted an independent medical expert for like more information. The expert said, quote, it would be very simple to confuse the diagnosis of MMA with multiple poisonings because the symptoms are very similar. But more importantly than that, MMA and other similar disorders are very rare, and the majority of doctors either will have never seen a case, or if they have seen a case, didn't know that they saw it and actually confused it. Um, so all of the dots are starting to connect. Isn't that wild? This That's why like I try not to do cases about children, but I... <laughs> wording this is weird. I loved the science in this case. Yeah. Um, is there something that's I've, like distinct that you could be like oh, this is antifreeze, or oh, this is MMA? Yes. So we'll get to that. Um, I didn't go too far into it, but they did end up figuring it out. So um, all of the dots were starting to connect, and the Stallings thought that Patricia would surely be released upon this finding. However, that did not happen. So the case ended up continuing to trial, and when Patricia's lawyer presented... uh, the idea of natural causes being the cause of death, the prosecution responded, quote, you might as well speculate that some little man from Mars came down and shot him full of some mysterious bacteria, end quote. So they basically refused to hear anything about natural causes. They're like, no, she definitely killed her own baby. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so the case carried on with the prosecution insisting that MMA was not the cause of death. The judge would not allow David Jr.'s diagnosis to be presented to the jury either, which is a huge hindrance to the Why? defense's case. It's a genetic condition. Condition. so if yeah. his brother had it that is like nail on head to me um i think they just 
I don't know. I think it was one of those things where they they're like, we caught a bad guy. We're not gonna let the bad guy go, and we're just kind of like blind to the Especially evidence. When it's like like the baby died at like six months. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you want justice. I don't think it was like you know, let's ruin this woman's life. I think it was like this is a baby. We need to get this baby justice. Yeah. Um. So the prosecution focused on the events of August thirty first, nineteen eighty nine, uh, which is the day of David and Patricia's final visit with Ryan. They insisted that Patricia had been left alone with Ryan for, quote, three to eight minutes and fed him a bottle in that time. And they say that bottle had been filled with antifreeze. However, her husband, David, took uh, the stand in her defense saying, quote, about 20 minutes into the visit, my mom and dad decided to leave. Uh, His parents were there. Patty and I had the rest of the time with him. I escorted my mom and dad out and walked down the hall. I was out of the room no more than 45 seconds at the most. And uh, when he was asked about Patricia feeding Ryan the bottle, he said, quote, that's incorrect. What happened was I walked back to the cubbyhole where Patty was with Ryan. He started getting a little cranky. So I reached into the bag, took the bottle out and started feeding him. I saw the bottle. I did not see any discoloration in the bottle whatsoever. There was nothing done to that bottle. Absolutely nothing. Um, So they tried to say that Patricia was the one that fed him a poison bottle. And dad came in and was like, no, no, no. I gave him a bottle that day. Like she had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Um. So at the end of the trial, the jury sided with the prosecution, and on March 4th, 1991, Patricia was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. She was permitted one-hour visits with her son, and David Sr. Uh, was only permitted visits once a week, despite still not being charged with anything. So the David Jr. was still with foster parents. Um it was shortly after this sentencing that the Unsolved Mysteries episode aired. Um, and I guess a lot of doctors watched this show waiting for their chance to pounce on a case because several doctors from across the U.S. called into the show after it aired, saying that they were familiar with MMA and they would like to look into Ryan's death. So a renowned Good. scientist from Yale University named Dr. Piero Ronaldo performed tests that would eventually confirm that Ryan had passed away from MMA. Uh, a biochemist named William Sly of St. Louis University saw the episode too. Uh, he looped in the director of the Metabolic Screening Lab at St. Louis University, Dr. James, James Shoemaker, and they were able to test a sample of Ryan's blood as well. Their tests also confirmed that Ryan had MMA. So three doctors ran blood sub- samples and confirmed their findings. Um once presented with the evidence, the prosecuting attorney ended up dropping all charges against Patricia and she was released from jail. Uh, the cherry on top, David Jr. was finally allowed to come home with both of his parents. Uh, she sued the shit out of the hospitals. She sued the shit out of the labs. Absolutely. She basically sued everybody that had anything to do with this case. Um, they ended up settling outside of court. I don't know what she ended up getting, but I'm guessing it was a pretty penny. And uh, as far as I know, her family went on to live a normal, happy life. That's why is so I'm assuming MMA you can live with it as long as it's diagnosed properly. Um you know what? I did not look into it that much. Um I want to say yes. Let's I would look assume at it so. right now. But that's MMA. fucking insane. Like imagine being a new mom and like not knowing exactly like I was a new mom and like River had his digestive issues. Yeah. Not knowing what to do. And yeah. then they accuse you of killing your own baby. I could not even Inst- imagine where her head's Yeah, was. instead of getting, like, the help you need or the medical advice you need, it's, yeah. no, you're going to jail. Yeah. Um, And it's one of those cases where, like, everybody kind of turned on her, like, you killed your baby yeah. kind of thing. 
and then yeah i don't know i like i again i don't like this case but i liked that the science saved the day again yeah um i just googled it now so overall the mortality rate for mma has been reported at 50 percent with mm-hmm. a median age death of two years um they are able to manage uh with high glucose fluids eliminating protein intake administering insulin and stabilizing the acid imbalance so if you catch it young enough then it sounds like it's like something that you kind of just treat but the life expectancy is only 50 percent, so it's not it's not great that's fucking insane as far as i know though david jr lived and is fine yeah so they caught it early enough um but yeah that was i don't like talking about babies and stuff like that but i don't know i found that one interesting yeah and like that is like i feel so bad for her like not oh, being yeah. able to go to his funeral her own son's funeral yeah, yeah i hope they i didn't look into this but i hope they ended up doing like a ceremony when she was released so she had some some sort of closure because i couldn't imagine like no and then also like having to give birth in jail and like give your baby to strangers and everything like she yeah. went through a lot so I hope they paid her handsomely. Not that that fixes anything, but makes me feel a little better. Yeah, absolutely. And also the fact that, like, not even, like, getting money for it and stuff, for everyone to know that this place, these people were sued because they didn't do their jobs properly. No, not at all. And it's on their, it's kind of like on the record, right? So yeah. it's there forever. Sorry, someone's throwing bowls upstairs. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I thought that one was a, a good one to talk about. That pulls it like the heartstrings. That's really sad. Yeah, it's very sad. It's very sad. But they, I mean, they didn't get a, a happy ending because obviously shit was still sour. But I'm glad that they were able to reunite with their son and go on to live somewhat normal lives. Yeah, absolutely. But, but on uh, that note, sorry to bring sad. the vibe down, guys. <laughs> sad, sad, sad. But like, fuck, how long was she in jail for? A hot minute. Um she was 1991 and then the trial and everything um when did i say she was released i can't remember give me a give me a second i already closed my script (laughs) you're like i'm done with it goodbye (laughs) um so he passed in 1989 so she was arrested in 1989 and she was released I didn't put a release date. I just said that she was released. I want to say it was like 1991. She, she was sentenced in 1991, probably released in like 92, maybe. Let's just say. So a few years. That's crazy. When was Patricia Stalling released? This is how everybody does serious podcasts. They Google while they're doing the podcast. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan does that. So if he could do it, I can. Uh, okay. she, no, she was released in 91. Okay. So she was arrested in 89, released in 91. So like three years. Okay. That's still way too long. Brutal. Brutal. Especially when you're innocent. So. And just like, oh God, not to like keep nailing it home, but like postpartum in jail too. Like she she had a baby behind bars. Yeah. Oh, that poor woman. And then like going through it all being like, now I can't see my second kid. Wow. Yeah. She's a strong lady. She is a strong lady. Um, on that note, be our friend. Come hang out with Question us. Mark. It's spooky season. Um, it's spooky season. I don't think we're doing anything in particular this spooky season because shit's rough, uh, to yeah, be honest. But so I have rough. a good one. 
we're going to release an episode the day before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, it lined up really well this year, actually. So October 30th. Um, I have really? one that's, that's like the day special. before Halloween. I have no idea. Do you know what's sad? I had to look at the calendar to to get there. Where, that's where I'm at old? today. That's where I'm at today. Um, our yeah, I have next weekend, guys. Shh, on the seventh of October. Bad. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Remember this when it comes to your birthday, and you're like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to do. You can say whatever you want. I don't have to read it. I'm still not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right be your friend yes uh instagram is a spooky hour podcast twitter is at spooky hour and the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com send us spooky tales maybe we'll put something out i don't know it's a we'll surprise see. every day here it is have a wonderful week happy spooky season and stay spooky stay spooky bye bye